Hi, I'm Ruth. And I'm Lori. And this is 80s Music Rewind, where we discuss 80s music and culture as only two friends who have been friends since the 80s can. So sit back and take a listen. This is 80s Music Rewind. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another spectacular edition of 80s Music Rewind. Hey, you got it. And you didn't even hesitate a moment. Praise hands up in the air like you just don't care. I remembered the name of the podcast. So today we are going to continue with our discussion of songs, hot songs on the Billboard chart from 1981. And uh, as we're looking through the 21st through like 50th songs, there's a few on here which we have some um, (laughs) questions. Questions. Questions would be good. I guess some of them, I mean, we'll get into this, but some of them I'm like, was Studio 54 still really popular in 1980? And everybody was just so like coked out that they thought these songs were fantastic or? I thinking that yes, that is definitely the answer. I think that there was some sort of inebriation going on. So, but that's our opinion. Today's podcast is sponsored by <laughs> Ruth Fry Realtor. <laughs> That's uh, a great real estate company. Yes, anyway, let's see here. Let's go on to number 21. Are we ready? Yes, we are definitely ready. Number 21 is Woman by John Lennon. Good song. I had to look it up. I tried to hum it and sing it for her, but as we all have established way a long time ago with this podcast, um, I do not sing. I do not, cannot carry a tune. So she still had no clue and had to look it up. I I have like, I still, I I guess I remember it because my brother was such a huge Beatles fan, but I have never been a big John Lennon person just because of his prolictivity, what's that word? Prolictivity, prolict. What Political? is that word? No, like his, what? probably like his, like what he does, like his, like action. Politicizing? No, not no. political. Uh, Productivity? Well. Is that like, he's prone to, prone to, like, okay. pr- whatever, uh, hit women. So he's never been a fan. I've never been a fan. However, I can appreciate his music. Hmm ability anyway yeah Lori loves the song I didn't say I loved it I said it was a good song <laughs> you're putting words in my mouth I just said it was it's not Lori some... loves the songs of wife beater I'm just <laughs> um yeah it's okay it's okay I mean I'm not like really I'm not like into it I think he probably did other stuff it's very mellow yeah it is it's kind of think... like it's too mellow for me I think a lot of the songs from this time were very mellow. Yeah. Because you have to understand, like, the early 80s, there were still a lot of songs that kind of had, like, a country vibe to them. They'll even talk about this, like, when I listen to um, the 80s station and they do their countdowns. They When they talk about the early 80s, there are a lot of, like, kind of crossover or country-sounding songs from back then. So I think things were still kind of mellow. I think it was still kind of... Um, 
don't want to say hippies, but, you know, like the 70s was, you know, a little bit of a different time. And then just get into the early 80s. I don't think the music had started changing over um, to the kind of 80s music that we really enjoy um, yet. So I think that's why a lot of these songs are very slow, very mellow. Do you think that some of it is because we had we were just getting ready to exit the disco era where everything was like party 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 <laughs> and people were just crashing all around themselves and like i need a break time to take a few downers go to bed drink some wine i mean who knows it could be like the anti disco sure. kind of music of the era sure 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 that was a great analysis i enjoyed that we are looking for sponsors and if you know of anybody, send them our way. Okay. Yeah, so decent. We're okay. That, yeah, I guess. So I believe, though, this song is about Yoko Ono. Is that correct? Yeah, that's what I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. She broke up the Beatles. Actually, I mean, she honestly probably did not really break up the Beatles. But if you would ask my brother while he was still alive, his answer would be like she broke up the Beatles and he never really forgave her for that. Although he was born in 61 and the Beatles broke up, what, 1970? So he was just a toddler tot when they broke up. But he was very like very Beatles oriented. Well, I think that is a uh, an opinion that a lot of people hold. Yeah, there's been a lot of interviews with Paul McCartney and some other Beatles, I think, about that situation. I think that Yoko Ono's probably spoke out about that as well. And, you know, she's got her view of what happened. And as the public, we saw a partial view and um, have our opinions of what happened. And my opinion is that you constantly being in the room with them while they're recording was probably not a good thing. Oh, did you see that? Sidebar for people listening. Did you see that Apple has the um, Let It Be? I think it's the Let It Be sessions are coming out on. It's a whole documentary. They Peter Jackson took all the footage and um, put it together in this really cool documentary and updated it. So you get to see a lot of Yoko Ono sitting around in the room. Maybe I'll change my mind after that, but we'll see. The answer's going to be no, I didn't change my mind. But I mean, it's like, seriously, that's their job. Right. It would be... Do you go to your husband's work and sit there and hang out with him at his job? I mean, no. who does that? Does anybody do that? You know what? I'm sure there are people that do that. Maybe people who work together. Yeah. Or like if your husband works retail and you're going in to say hi. I mean, that's one thing. But yeah. And, And I know there's a lot of girlfriends and wives that probably go to the studio because they want to make sure nothing's going on at the studio. Nudge, nudge, Mm, wink, wink. I mean, if you're, you know, (laughs) I I don't know. Right. I'm sure that there is always like groupies and girlfriends and Well, if you were married to Adam Levine, would you not go to the studio and make sure that I mean, I mean, you know, it was realistically, I'm sure that it's all just business. I mean, they're recording. I mean, I don't really think that no, there's monkey just, business. There's always, but, but we've been backstage a few times, and oh, that's we see different. stuff that's backstage. This is like recording an yeah, album like in the a same, studio. Same thing. It's still that same like atmosphere. Like do you remember? We talked about different. in another podcast. We talked about the video for party all the time with Eddie Murphy. Yes, yes. yes. And I know this is Rick James, but 
like all these girls hanging around. I just always get this. You're in a studio if you're somebody semi-famous and you've got all these like girls trying to get in the studio or you've got the producer and the producer has a girlfriend and the girlfriend brings her friends and there's all these other vaginas around. I'm like, but then if you can't trust that your significant other is doing his job by recording and just because he's with somebody that's going to bring around some skinky women, but you can't trust that he's not going to cheat on you. I think it's a whole other issue other than. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But I mean, I'm sorry. I just would not hang out at the studio. We've just, you know, I've seen things. things. You've seen things. We've seen things. So that's why that's where I, but I think it's just a little different. But I digress. Yeah, it, I agree. Okay, so off of the John Lennon t- yeah. topic. So number 22. Sukiyaki by A Taste of Honey. Okay, never heard of this song. Okay. have never heard of this group. <laughs> okay, I know it's Japanese. It's like some Japanese song that was translated, I guess. Okay, so here's the deal. I had to play this before we started taping. Because mm-hmm. we have no clue. Look, I'm just going to be honest with you. If you are an insomniac, you can't sleep. <laughs> Or your baby can't sleep. Or maybe you just want to be lulled to death. You know, your time of living is no more. You just want to take a nap. You know, something. This is a great song for you. It is slow. Oh, it is slow. And we kept waiting for like the refrain, the hook. There's no hook. There's no hook. There's no hook. And I was literally falling asleep. I felt like the song had been out for 20 minutes. And it's probably that for like less than one. Lori's like, how long has this been on? Has this been 20 minutes? It's like, you know what? I mean, I, I always compare like super long songs to Stairway to Heaven when they do like the like the s- instrumental portions of, mm-hmm. where you're just like, oh my God, is this, star- this song ever going to freaking end? Uh-huh. That was like the song, only there was no Stairway to Heaven and there there was no hook. There was no melody it seemed i don't know it was just very much like i don't know type of thing and i was like holy cow how did this get higher than other songs coming up Uh, that's how who paid off billboard (laughs) i just want to know i i I should look this band up and no offense to anyone who may be related to know or have really liked this song this is just our opinion alleged information it stinks. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's go on to the next one. Much, much, much better. Song. I don't know it. You don't know this ABBA song? Because I don't like ABBA. Oh, I love ABBA. Is it ABBA or ABBA? I think it's ABBA. I've always said ABBA. But it's I don't abracadabra. So is it? Well, I don't know. But anyway, I love ABBA. I've always have my absolute favorite song in the whole world is Dancing Queen. They Abba Abba, whatever you pronounce it. And I know this song, The Winner Takes It All. Definitely know this one. I actually have the whole CD compilation of all their greatest hits. Yeah, I believe we do too. It's now awesome. that came into the marriage. Ah. That is something that I well, did not purchase. Your husband has good taste. Yeah, well, that's what everybody He did said. choose you. Yeah, he did choose me, so he is pretty smart. Go. I will give him that much. He's yes. pretty dang smart. However, 
I'm not into, I'm, I'm actually looking for the video now so that I can determine whether or not this song is something that I have ever heard. And of course, every time you look for a video, it's four hours of commercials before, and I really don't need to see a commercial for Target drive up. Trust me, I use it. Yes. We, we love a Target drive up, not sponsored. Okay, let's see. Okay, I'm trying to get to a hook. Oh my God, that is blue, really bright blue eyeshadow, but I dig it. Is one of these Frida? Cause she's the something going on girl. Uh, is there a hook? This is it. Did you not see any of the... Uh, Was this in some really depressing movie in 1982 where two star-crossed lovers were not able to get together? Did you see any of the... Um, now I can't think of the name of the movies that they had. They're all based on ABBA music. Mamma Mia? Yes. Do so you see Mamma Mia or Mamma Mia 2? No, because oh, it's based on this music and I yes. just could not... Well, Meryl Streep does sing this song in the movie. Okay. It, they're awesome. I love Meryl Streep. I love those movies. Never seen them. We really like the second one because it does a lot of flashbacks for when her mom was young. It's kind of cool. But anyway, they're very good movies. Very good music. Okay. Lori likes it, so I'm going to defer to her on this one. We agree on a taste of honey, though. Sukiyaki. All right. Stars on 45 Medley. It is a song medley used in January 1981 by Dutch studio group Stars on 45. You don't remember this? I actually no. just heard it on the radio the other day on the 80s station. Yeah. Are you freaking It plays all like the little like, you know, like all the old school songs. Like there's some Beatles in there. I think there's some no. like, I don't know. Maybe this. like Chubby uh, Twist. I, I, I mean, know. I know some really unique, weird stuff. But this, I don't know. Find it and play a little bit of it. You will know it right away. All right. Stars on 45 medley. It, but it says it's a Beatles medley. Is that right? Oh, is it just Beatles? Oh, hey, no. Stars on 45 original. <laughs> you did roller skate to this? I don't know, but the album cover says it will not play on PC or Mac. It is really loud. Um, you don't recognize this? No. Oh my gosh. I totally recognize it. I mean, I know it. Okay, so this is somebody that just did a bunch of covers. Yes. It's just Holy cow, and that hit. And that is above other stuff. Okay, cool. Well, but I can see because they're just taking other hits. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. All right. But like I said, I totally could see us roller skating to that song. Yeah, if I was allowed to go. I did, well, I did go once. I ended up injured and not allowed to go back. Okay, oh, Angel of the Morning by Juice Newton was number 25. We know this song. We love this song. Yes. Well, I mean, I love this song. No, it is a very Juice good song. Juice Newton was like the bomb. Yeah. Loved her. Mm-hmm. Number 26, Love on the Rocks by Neil Diamond. I, I like Neil Diamond, but I don't know this song. I don't either, and I don't really want to look it up because, I mean, <laughs> it's Neil Diamond. <clears throat> no offense to Neil Diamond or any of your relatives who maybe never are listening to this podcast. No, I really like Neil Diamond. Or, but I, I do, too. I just think it's weird I don't know this song. 
I know. Unless I it's mean, one of those ones, like, I don't recognize the title. There's a lot of songs like that where I couldn't tell you the title of the song, but I would recognize the song. Oh, absolutely. I think that's what the deal is. I think that we would know it if we... In an instant? If we, yeah, we would know it if we heard it, but I'm just going to listen to it because I'm, like, pushing my luck playing music here. All right. Um, All right. The next two are Air Supply. Number 27th is Every Woman in the World, and the 28th is The One That You Love. Air Supply was the bomb. They were. You know how I feel about Air Supply. Yeah, you love Air Supply. I do. I own nothing. Okay, I don't own any of it. Really? Yeah, really. But I love it. Why don't you own it? I don't know, because I don't really own a lot of anything anymore because you can just say you know to your device hey play the song and then you can listen to it you don't have to really own anything anymore i i found that i well as you can see i'm building up my record collection again but i think i have found that i am now back to the other way that i want to own the music so that let's i want to curate a playlist like we would do a mixtape when we were so like when i'm out walking that I do so frequently. I'm supposed to be walking all the time and I don't, I don't, I'm not doing squat. But when I'm out walking or something, then I can just hit that playlist and it's my favorites. I'm not listening to Spotify and then listening to 10 ads. Yeah, I know. Or, you know. Mm-hmm. That is annoying. Yeah. So I think that's kind of where I'm trudging back to. I get that. But I mean, because you can't carry your, you know, your A-L-E-X-A She's next to me listening to yes. everything I say yes. um, with you. Like you can, on, I, I guess you can because it's on your mobile device. Right. However, it's different. Like yeah. I just want a little play playlist. Like, well, right. But she does make a playlist for you because the other day she told me, she's like, just say this and I can play for you all the songs that you've been requesting lately, kind of like on a playlist. Huh. Interesting. I can't remember what she told me to tell her, but you know, but, um, but I am a big sap. I'm a romantic at heart. You are. I'm the type of person that loves all those stupid Hallmark movies. I watch all the Christmas ones, Never even though it's one. the same plot. I know I get it. Never seen one, but I don't know. There's some button that just make me happy. So I just love air supply because their songs are just all about, I mean, I know some of them aren't, you know, are about losing love. I get that. But most of them are about being in love and I just, they're hopeful. Yes, they're they hopeful. They're up. Yes. Like they're hopeful mm-hmm. love songs. Yes. And I like As it. opposed to songs like Woman by John Lennon, which just sound like you're <laughs> depressed. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. But I mean, I I'm, like I'm kind of like an optimist and I kind of like try to look for the good in everything. And, you know, I want to believe. How does that work for you? Let me know. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> How does that work? <laughs> All right, "Guilty" by Barbara Streisand and Barry Gibb, Why number twenty nine. Sound like a cheating song, even though I don't even know it, but it just sounds like a cheating. How song do with we the title I mean, "Guilty"? Okay, so growing up, when my sister was living or at the house, there was many a Barbara Streisand album played. Would I not heard this? Because it's with Barry Gibb. So but I'm I like assuming, Barry Gibb. It's a I know, Bee Gees but thing. I doubt this went on in any. Barbara's albums. I don't know this song. I don't know it either, but why does it just sound like a cheating song? Guilty. Because it's, yeah, because it's called Guilty. Mm-hmm. And Unless there was a lot of cheating song- songs back in the 80s. Yeah. There were. Yeah, there was a lot of people admitting that they were doing you wrong. Mm-hmm. But again, we have no idea what the song is about. I don't know the song, so I could just be now way off base. Guilty. Barbara. Babs. Yes, Babs, Babs and Barry. 
and it's berry gibbs which is like kind of a okay it start the lyrics are ha i'm not kidding it's h-a-a-a really seriously people shadows falling baby we stand alone out on the street anybody you meet got a heartache of their own it ought to be illegal make it a crime to be lonely or sad it ought to be illegal you got a reason for living you battle on with the one you're living on you got to be mine we take it away it's got to be night and day just a matter of time and we got nothing to be guilty of our love will climb any mountain near or far we are and we never let it end we are devotion is this the one that goes, we are devotion? Da, 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 da. Is I, that this one? I thought that was like a Bee Gees song. I have a lot. Well, there's Bee Gees songs that are like duets or something. In well, I know, but I mean, I just thought that was a complete just Bee Gees song. Barry Gibb. Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand, guilty. I really like the Barry Gibb and Barbara Streisand, or the Barry Gibb topic show on... Uh, are you serious? Another commercial? I don't care. Are you paying for time on this podcast? No, you're not. So we're just going to skip ads. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, this is it. Too much instrumental music in the 80s, by the way. It's like too long of an intro. Yes. Like, Let me play this. I've already fallen asleep. Yeah. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> Are we still taping? I know. Yeah, this is it. How did I know? Huh. Oh, I recognize the part. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know this. Yeah, this is it. I think this is it. Uh huh. Oh, I know this song. I know this song. I recognize it now. Yep. yep, we know it. We know it. And it's definitely what I thought it was about. Oh, hold on one second. Now I have a work email. Oh, crap. Work email problem. All right. I have to fix that after this podcast. Don't you love work? <laughs> We love work. Okay, yeah, we know the song, and I like it. I remember listening to it, and I believe it is on a Barbara Streisand album. Yeah, it actually yeah. is a good okay. song. All right. Uh, number 30, The Best of Times by oh. Styx. Everyone knows this song. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nothing to just... Yep. 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 Lots of stories about Dennis DeYoung, <laughs> I could tell you. But we're not going to... Did we ever figure out where he lives? I know where he lives. Yeah. We yeah. have this debate in one of our other podcasts. Yeah, we I know where he lives. I mean I can look at it. I mean yeah, I right. Well we're not gonna get yeah, we're not gonna get out his address though. No. Right. No, I mean I don't know his exact address. We're don't not go pe- Good Lord. It's not okay. like we're hanging out by his house. No, we're not hanging out by his house, but we could get there if we wanted to. All right. Number thirty one is Elvara by the Oak Ridge Boys. That was like a classic. It, Everybody it is. walked around and said Elvira constantly. Yes. It's very kitschy this song i like it it's fun any other adjectives you like (laughs) here let me pull out my thesaurus (laughs) i like it it's fun i give it a 78 yeah it's a good song i actually like it and that was back when i could tolerate country music 
I mean, granted, like I said before in another previous podcast, I do have Garth Brooks, like no fences, and I think Rope in the Wind or something like I don't know. I was given in college as gifts, and I felt bad getting rid of them. But now I've gotten rid of them because my husband had them too, and I only need one copy. So there you go. All right, um, Take It on the Run by REO Speedwagon, number 32. Did you, you didn't go to that concert, did you? I didn't. Why am I the only person in the world who never knows about a concert? Uh, it was all over Facebook. I posted it. I think I posted about I it. You just know. You don't follow my page. Uh, I have to. I don't know how I wouldn't follow your page. But anyway, <laughs> everybody I know was at that damn concert. And I'm sitting there going, I, want, I love REO Speedwagon. I don't know. I can't believe you didn't go. I mean, we had people over. There was no, I, I couldn't go. And it was right after I got back from Hawaii. So I wasn't going to be I'm like, seriously, how did I, I mean. This I don't is, know how you didn't know. This is. But I, mean, I told I you about Brett Michaels coming, right? Yes. That one you did tell me about. But I don't know how I missed this one. I, but I was really upset because I would have loved to gone. I love Ario Speedwagon. I love this song. Yeah, the next night when he was performing on TV, we were watching it on CNN when he was, I think they left here and they went to Missouri. Okay. And they were on CNN for 4th of July, like they were covering oh, fun. something. Fun. So we were flipping through channels and saw them. Mm-hmm. He didn't sound good. Oh. Like, it sounded like he had stressed his voice out so bad the night before that he wasn't able to hit, like, notes that he normally yeah. would. He sounded tired. And that's what, you know, we were mm-hmm. talking about. He sounded really tired. Isn't Aria Speedwagon... The one that came to Eastern. Yeah, that's that the one that about. was $5, and I decided yes, not to you go. Yes, you decided to go. One of the best it. nights of my life. Yeah. I could have relived those memories yeah, I didn't, yeah, I didn't with some other random friends because the ones that I was with, I'm obviously not dating that guy anymore. He's married to one of my sorority sisters and lives in Texas. And uh, my friend from college that I went with, she lives down by St. Louis. So I, Oh, did you go with Susan? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. I remember yes. that. Yes. So I couldn't actually relive the actual memories, but I could like, I could have I can't, I cannot like, believe that your little dance bomb friends did not tell you REO was coming. I mean, seriously, I thought that they would probably They're all hook like, you in to go. Well, my one friend's on vacation who would probably know who REO's P-Wagon is. And everybody else is too young. Yes. Because they're all puppies. They are. They are puppies. Mm-hmm. All right. Number 33. There's nothing. There's no getting over me by Ronnie Millsap. Mm. Um, I don't think I know this song Yeah, at I'm all. sure that we do know it, but I'm not looking that one up. <laughs> I know exactly why. Yeah, it's just... It's, okay. Okay. Uh, number 34, Living Inside Myself by Gino Vanelli. Okay, no clue. Are you serious? I'm serious. Is it just one that I just don't recognize the title? I think so. We're going to see if we can find it real quick. Living Inside Myself by Gino Vanelli. Let's see what it says. I gotta go like Gino. And now there's a now there's an ad for Starbucks. Starbucks, you are welcome to sponsor our podcast. I would love to sponsor them. I mean, for, for them, them to sponsor, sponsor you. Us. Yes, this, you know this, don't you? It was. It's like where's the actual song? You remember this. This sounds like it should be on a soundtrack for a romantic movie it where does. two people break up and get back to it. should be on a Hallmark movie. Hey. Oh, yes. No, I do know this song. Okay. okay. We know this song. Again, if you're having trouble sleeping at night, 
But you know what? Unless no, this, you're depressed. He, it has a power. This is a power ballad, though. So it's going to be like, it kind of wakes you up a little bit. Like, right. But the problem is, is like, if you like maybe just broken up with someone, you may not want to listen to this song because it sounds like it could have the We should do a podcast making on you... our favorite breakup songs. Yes. I have one. Yeah, we'll write it down. Okay. We'll remember to write it down. Yes. But I only have one that I can think of right now. Well, there's some really good ones. I like like the revenge ones. Oh, those aren't from the... Dang it, that's not from the 80s. Like Alanis Morissette yes. stuff? Yes. Yeah, yeah, see, you know, like mine's Genesis. And then oh. there's like a few other, or Phil Collins or something. Isn't Phil Collins all about? Yeah, all his but that divorces? was really good. And it was never like, I want to get back together with him. It was always like, okay, this is where I am. And, you know, yeah. you knew my policy. I only violated Ruth is going to go see Phil Collins in concert. Policy. Okay, number 35, Woman in Love by Barbara Streisand. I'm sure she was. Yes. Okay, number, we don't have any other comments. Bar- Barbara was a mainstay, so, so she was Barbara's over. a classic, so you just really, there's nothing to say. 36, oh. The Boy from New York City this by the Manhattan Transfer. Song. I don't know it. I can't sing. Because do I, do I, do I. Okay, yes, I do. Yes. I know that song. Yes. And I love that song. Yes, it's fun. I've never seen Manhattan Transfer. Everybody I know has seen Manhattan Transfer except for me. I've never seen Manhattan Transfer. You haven't? No. Really? But I have seen them. Well, usually they like, don't they come to like Rialto or like they used to come to Rialto and like parents would all go and no. they'd all hang out. And... No. No? I don't know. I wasn't part of that group. I don't know. Sorry for my drinks, people. Maybe we should get a sponsor from like Zyrtec or... Yeah, we, we need one from like LaCroix. <coughs> my Flonase because my But I swear to God, Manhattan Transfer right used to come in like somewhere kind of local. And, and like parents would go. I don't know. I liked them though. I'm sorry. My, my allergies. How very, yeah. It's, it's allergies. bad. It's allergies. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it is 1981 week. Number 37. <laughs> Foreigner oh. Urgent. Love the song. Okay. Again, how urgent is down here at number 37, but Sukiyaki is up at number 22. These are the questions I have. We have questions. We have serious questions because how is that freaking possible? I mean, seriously. Urgent is probably like, it's not my absolute favorite foreigner no. song, but it's up there. No. Yeah, right. I mean, it should be like, I'm sorry, but it should replace at least the Stars on 45 medley because that's a cover <laughs> of 45 songs. So why would you not? Uh, wrong. Wrong. Okay, number 38 is Passion by Rod Stewart. That's okay. It's not my favorite Rod Stewart song. No. I kind of got to a point where I wasn't like really into Rod Stewart anymore, probably when he started doing Forever Young and that video with him in the back of a pickup truck with a kid with curly hair. I was like, I'm out of this. I can't do this anymore. (laughs) It's like total cheese. What was that really great song that he did in the 80s where he was wearing the leather pants and I think they were red leather pants. Was it a white background in the video? It, was it wasn't Young Turks. Hands. It was another one. I don't know. Songs that we've forgotten. That's another episode of our songs we've forgotten. I'm sure like, yeah. Okay. Number 39 uh, is Lady, You Bring Me Up. By the Commodores. That's a great song. It is. And one of the greatest things to come from the Commodores was 
Lionel Richie. Richie. Mm-hmm. I love Lionel Richie. I do too. We all know how I feel about Hello. Yeah, Hello is like one of my top songs of it's all my time. My jam. Yeah. I love that. You song. know what? And that's because it's like a romantic song for you, and you love those cheese ball songs. I do. And remember, I and the video about time. where she's making the bust. Yes, because she was a dancer and she was blind. Yes. Oh a my blind god, dancer. The video is so cheesy when you watch it today, but back when I was, however year that song was out, what's that? Eighty four. I don't know. Well, but no, I was, it has to be like 82, 83. We'll find. Just, we'll probably get to it. I'm sure a, we'll get to it. A young teenage girl, and I just thought that was just the romantic. I used to dance. So yes, that was you so did. romantic. You yes. did. Come <laughs> forth with your bad self. And yeah. Then, yeah, that was interesting. I love that. Uh, that video at the time was like, oh. And then as a, I think we've talked about this before, as an adult, we're like, yeah. yeah. Okay. Cringe. Yeah. All right. Next one is number 40, Crying by Don McLean. It's one where I don't think I know it, but I probably do. Yeah, I think I kind of do. The only thing I know by Don McLean is, you know, the song that all of us know that you used to sing at Moms, closing down Moms at at Eastern. I never went to Moms. You never went to Moms? I went to Moms once because all the sorority people were at Moms, and I didn't want to be around those people, no offense, even though you were one of them. I I love how you're like, no offense. No, no, no offense. offense. I did not want to be around sorority. I loved moms. Moms was awesome. It burned we down. Were, we were at Thirsties. I went to Thirsties. We, we were everywhere, Ruth. You couldn't escape us. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. We Maybe tried we to, to the heavy metal bar. What was that? Ted's? Ted's. Yeah, I was at Ted's for a little bit. I had a friend who was like really that kind of music. Actually, a couple of friends, but we would go there sometimes, yeah. and I really felt out of place. Yeah. Yeah, well, I fell out of place everywhere because I wasn't drinking. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> felt really out of place. Okay, so number 41 is Hearts by Marty Balin? Balin? All apologies to the Balin Balin I'm family. I'm sorry, Marty, but I don't think I know your song. I don't either. And I don't want to look it up because it's number 41. Yeah, but I'm curious. Oh, come on. Let's see. I'm sorry. Hearts by Marty Balin. And I absolutely have no clue about the song. Oh, here it is. Let's see. Oh, another commercial I'm going to talk over because you know what? We ain't going to be giving you money on our thing. <laughs> oh, I know that song right away from the first. I know that song. Right away from the first. I mean, I wouldn't be able to do it and name that tune. That's a 34 second intro. For a three-minute song, you uh-huh. what you didn't want to sing? <laughs> I've noticed this about a lot of these songs from back then, though. He sounds off key. Is you he off key? Remember this time? No. I recognized it right away. Oh, now I remember it. Yeah, I remember not liking it. There we go. That's what I remember. Okay. Number 42, It's My Turn by Diana Ross. She can do no wrong. So Exactly. Love this song. Um, Hall and Oates, You Make My Dreams. Again, why is it number 43 when you have Rudd at the top? Uh Uh-huh. Why? We have questions. Yes. Yes. I love Hall and Oates. Again, you know my thoughts about seeing them lately, though. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Number 44, I Don't Need You by Kenny Rogers. Well, did he go influence. from that to Islands in the Stream? So he did <laughs> need her afterwards. 
I Don't Need You is also a fantastic song by a band called The Outfield. Hmm. Um, How About Us by Champagne, number 45. How about us? How about this song? Because I don't know it. We don't know it. But you're named (laughs) after a town in Illinois. Yes, and it really is named after the town in Illinois. Is it? Yes. Because they have had other songs that have been hits that have been on the countdown. And when I listened to my 80s station, um, they were talking about the town that it was named after, Champaign, Illinois. Oh, the septet who named themselves after their hometown of Champaign, Illinois, included Paulie Carmen and Rena Jones on vocals, Michael Day and Dana Walden on keyboards, Leon Reeder on guitar, Michael Reed on bass, and Rocky Maffitt on percussion and drums. It was a hit single, reaching number five in the UK singles chart. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Cool. We're learning information. We're we're learning information. All right. Number forty-two. Wait. Where am I? No. Where am I? Sorry. My bad. Forty-six. Hit me with your best shot by Pat Benatar. Why is this not higher? Let's discuss. Awesome. Because she's a woman. Let's just say it. No. I um really liked the song, and I was very excited that two years ago. Um, my daughter did, um, they did their tap routine in their recital to this song and they had the cutest outfits. They had like little, like boxing, like robes. Ah. So, oh, it was the cutest costume. The dance was awesome. It was like, it was really cool. Very awesome. Hit me with your best shot by Pat Benatar, I think is one of my, one of my favorites. But I remember growing up that people always got her confused with Patty. Um, what's her face? Patty Smythe from Scandal. Oh, I would. I remember sitting in class and people asking if they were different people, and I just twinging, twinging, like getting ticks. You're twitching. Um, yeah. Were you twerking? Twerking. Yeah, I was twerking. Uh, ain't got no butt. Can't twerk that much. Okay, so everyone can twerk. Yeah. The breakup song. They don't write them by Greg Kinn. Oh, that's a good song. It's a great, it's a great song. Yes. Great song. Yeah. Um, number forty-eight is "Time" by Alan Parsons. Yeah. That was a project. Yes. I just remember, I remember talking to some uh, of my relatives. One of my brothers, I can't remember which one it was. We were talking about Alan Parsons and they were trying, this was years and years ago, trying to explain to me that, you know, like certain bands are just project bands and then they're bands that are together forever, you know, like GTR or Arcadia or Alan Parsons. And I remember as a kid not understanding a word they were saying. Yeah. Do you understand now? Yeah. Projects. Whatever. <laughs> 49. Hungry Heart by Bruce Springsteen. Don't like Bruce Springsteen, so we'll just continue. Um, I like Bruce Springsteen, and this is a great really? song. And again, why it's so low. I, w- I mean, seriously? Number 22. And then, like, all these really great songs that we've been talking about at the bottom. I, I don't get it how that was higher on the charts. I will say that Hungry Heart is probably one of my better liked Bruce Springsteen songs but I think he did have some songs I liked I think I just got oversaturated oh yeah so Dancing in the Dark and then well, Born in the USA the album yes yeah. album I'm over it's Overplay. just like I love you too but if I hear mm-hmm. the Joshua Tree one more time even though I've like got it sitting over here I'm just gonna scream I can't it's like Bon Jovi Mm-hmm. So there's a few bands in the 80s that I think were played so much at this point. If I hear it, I just have to turn the channel 
And it's been 30 plus years now. Mm-hmm. And we're still like, it's too much. It's too much. You played it. You ruined it for me. How very dare you. The mitigated gall of you. All right. Number 50. And the last one we're talking about today is Sweetheart by Frankie and the Knockouts. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. You know it. Do I? Yes, okay. you do. I know it, she says. You do. And then, okay, I just have to make a comment as we wind this up. Um, Too Much Time on My Hands by Styx is a great song. Do 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 da 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 by The Police is a great song. Stop Dragging My Heart Around, Stevie Nicks is a great song. Are we getting a, are we getting a, Another One Bites the Dust, a great song. Do we see, you know, Don't Stand So Close to Me, a great song. Why are these so low when you have crap at the top? Like, who? who, Yeah. Mm -hmm. A woman needs love just like you do. I mean. Okay. That's a true statement. Yeah, it's true. But I mean, uh, come on. Exactly. I don't know. We have some issues. We have some issues. We have some thoughts. And our thoughts are that I don't know who the payola was for 1981 for the Billboard Top Hits. Because I can see that there had to be some sort of payola here. It did not have <laughs> some good stuff at the top. Or maybe the police, you know, A&M Records wasn't paying payola. I don't know. But um, this is some of this is a travesty. And I'm just going to go on record and say it's a travesty. I disagree fully with the Billboard Top 100 of 1981. I don't approve. Okay. So now that we've said that, it's going to change because I have all the power in the world to do so. (laughs) All right. Any other thoughts about this list? Why is it so hot in my office? None. I know it is a little warm in here. It is warm. I'm going to have to check my Nest thermostat. Who doesn't sponsor the con? Doesn't sponsor the podcast, but they could if they wanted to. Oh, it's set to 74. Oh, that's hot. Well, usually my house is at 76. I feel like I'm sweating. All right. That was 1981, the 25 through 50. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, hopefully you can catch us on all the streaming platforms. Leave a comment about your favorite on our Facebook page about your favorite song from 1981. So we could argue with you over why ours are better. (laughs) And we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.